listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The first track still almost swings, hi-hat and snare even. A few bars of sax, the stratosphere will singe out soon enough. Synthesized strings, then something like cellophane breaking in as if snagged to a shoe, crinkle and drag, white noise, black noise. What must be voices bob up and then drop like metal shavings in molasses? So much for us, so much for the flags we board into planets dry as chalk for the tin cans we filled with fire and rode like cowboys into all we tried to tame. Listen, the dark we've only ever imagined now audible, thrumming, marbled like static, like grisly meat, a chorus of engines churns silence taunts a dare everything that disappears disappears as if we're returning somewhere hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and karen and we are live on a wednesday which of course means it's a walking dead wednesday guys okay it's time to talk about everybody's favorite show to hate okay except we love it we do must be frustrating all these haters out there but it's okay god got us no (laughs) (laughs) you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy the black guy who tips the black guy who tips not the black eye who tips the black guy who tips um and leave us five star reviews it's that simple the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast brought to you by shadow dog productions they have a youtube page they do all kinds of like voiceover stuff over there they've been doing voiceover for eight years now um and they have a youtube video detailing their journey we're on it um you know support them dog you can just go to shadow dog uh just search shadow dog productions on youtube come up click some videos see the behind the scenes of me and karen talking and interviews and all that kind of stuff and uh movie trailers they do so much stuff over there so make sure you guys check it out youtube.com and then yeah shadow dog put shadow dog productions in you'll find them um all right let's get right into the walking dead recap this is such a straightforward show I, I feel like this is gonna be the shortest recap of the season possibly yeah this ain't gonna be long yeah not that it wasn't good it's was just so shit it was just straightforward we only went to two locations uh, yeah i must say wasn't a lot of bouncing around yeah it was it was wild anyway i still got jokes that's right guys time to get into it the walking dead uh this is episode 12 of season 8 episode 111 overall it was called the key directed by greg nicotero um and it got oh this is the first time it went up in ratings in a long time but just barely 6.66 the sign of the devil oh uh, lord <laughs> it was the devilish episode um at any rate uh i will start the way we always start karen what was your general thoughts on this episode what'd you think about it i loved it i enjoyed it uh a lot uh mm-hmm. i've i've been i've actually been enjoying truthfully i've been enjoying this season since the break a lot more than i have 
last season before the break um yeah i actually have enjoyed it a lot since the break uh, i don't know if i've just changed and renewed my spirit or what i don't know but I, i've liked these episodes uh not that all of them have been great um but if the the ones that weren't great to me had at least one great laugh in it and that was enough for me yeah. you know jade is switching code um obviously um <laughs> i still can't think about it without laughing but dr carson getting it after he finally found the faith oh so good yeah he seen and got shot so good yes mm-hmm. <laughs> i think i see <laughs> okay mm-hmm. uh so i bullet <laughs> right so i think even when i've had episodes where i'm like ah that was just okay i i laughed so hard during the commercial break at least once or twice i was like ah, i can't hate this and uh this week i actually just really like this episode i think we're finally getting what we all were hoping for last season correct um when we see andrew lincoln on on there with jeffrey dean morgan nigga the show hums like that's what i want to see like these niggas they was basically acting like wrestlers this episode it was yes they were heel turning and everything right shit shit talking like swaggering like i can watch that and we know they had a plot armor around them none of neither one of them can die and they definitely can't die before the finale so it wasn't like i was watching this thinking like oh which one of them is gonna get killed no i just like seeing those two actors go head to head and honestly in a way it's kind of giving us the build up we deserve um you know i almost feel like uh to take it way back it's like optimus prime versus megatron Mm. where them niggas fight every week but you know that neither one of them can die or you don't have a fucking show right. so you know if one of them gets fucked up that just means you know they'll heal and be back in two weeks and, <laughs> and they'll fight again <laughs> you know and uh this i just felt like they could have sped this up and got us here so much faster correct but they were bullshitting around for so long and, and they lost a lot of fans along the way they were bullshitting along and um in my opinion this right here we should have got this last season like they i put like this i think another reason why i like the since we've been back after the break so much better is that uh of course you're gonna have quote-unquote filler episodes mm. but even if filler episodes moved or you seen something enhanced the storyline it wasn't those episodes where you were like what the fuck is this you're not really telling me anything you're not really moving anything you're not giving me any extra information no background it's almost like a placeholder they had a lot of that before and you're like why are y'all doing this yeah we still have four episodes to go so i am nervous that is gonna be um you know a filler episode in one of these next few episodes not. uh because you know typically during the back half they had they got good momentum and then they just throw one or two in there and you're like oh should i even watch this fucking show anymore why would they do that and you're angry and you don't want to come back um you know i'm hoping we don't get that this year me either but, um, we, i mean we don't actually need it and i still stand by a lot of the rating drop had to do with them like having these stand-ins for jeffrey dean morgan i mean yeah yes i about to say yeah i think that a lot of people wanted to see him more frequently and they didn't get him and they were like why the fuck am i here and i don't get him i get his voice i'm gonna fuck about his voice i want to see him go at it all right so let's get into it uh so we only have two locations the saviors and the hilltop i'll just do the hilltop first okay um so the hilltop rick and michonne we get where they just arrived that's how we ended it the other week correct um 
you know some people bring over judith to see him they hug a couple people and stuff she's gonna uh, be grown in about three episodes i know judith's so big uh rick visits the grave of glenn and abe and daryl comes over to explain why he crashed that truck in the sanctuary like i just wanted to be over rick you know i just i didn't care about them i know you said it was innocent people but you know i just wanted to win as you know whatever and then rick says i actually agree with you daryl um now keep in mind they had a fist fight over this shit almost blew up in a truck together over this shit come on daryl went behind his back to make this plan and in a way it almost feels like it never really mattered anyway since that wasn't how the saviors got out of sanctuary so um it had nothing to do with nothing but it did kind of give them a particular particularly brutal tactic to try to win because there's a lot of people apparently in the saviors compound that aren't warriors they just they're like making tomatoes and shit and then you know the, the, you destroyed their lives too and rick was worried about that right but he said after this actually to hell with with anyone else that ain't our people so he's ready to he was on some trump shit well did he learn anything from carl's death that's what i said is no one reading them letters are we the only one that read the letters just uh, rick us and michonne right michonne read the letters and was like i'm a, I'm a i will pass on the gospel of carl okay like she is just out here handing out flies like a jehovah witness come on everybody else is like fuck them let us right everybody yeah everybody else is like man i don't mm-hmm. give a damn about any of that i shit. don't care about carl writing letters to, to to the lands so then uh daryl says that they'll fight until rick is ready to fight because obviously rick just lost carl it's a huge blow he probably needs some time to grieve nope rick was like i am ready right now yep i'm out here looking for revenge also i feel like the uh i feel like hmm i feel like in a way our crew has changed yeah and something that would have literally broken rick in the past is now not as big a not not to say it shouldn't be a big deal but he understands like i don't have time to grieve we're in the middle of something whereas before i feel like it would have destroyed everything he would have not been able to lead he would have had to take something like when laurie died he would have just been fucked up for a while like i can't lead y'all somebody else do this having a breakdown in the jail and shit yeah and daryl was like yeah take some time and he was like nope i'm not taking any time uh you got shit to do and he in addition to that rick volunteered to be one of the lookouts for hilltop that goes and scouts to see if the saviors are on their way then they have like this little signal that they're gonna do to keep to give them an early detection of the saviors are coming right uh but rick thanks daryl for getting everyone to the hilltop and uh i said everyone i guess rick don't know the white gone he just didn't care i don't know i guess he must assume he's there or but but i know that's some some very uh some important news that wouldn't drop dwight would have just been in the damn uh pen with them other saviors anyway you no know, so. maggie would have thrown his ass in there yeah maggie maggie i'm like who's you right what is he doing here no um so yeah he um you know rick rick heads off like all right then that's it um so then maggie asked rosita if she thinks rick will come back from uh you know losing carl and rosita says have you come back you know from losing glenn and then rosita said i just keep going and um um maggie says to rosita like well it's gonna be harder after this when it's quiet so like you know after the motherfuckers is 
dead and this quote-unquote war is over and you'll have time to like grieve and shit think and you'll be that's when you miss the people you love you know because you you actually have time to process and um rosita was like uh i mean maggie was like nah no it won't like (laughs) like um it won't be it won't be harder for me if negan's dead and then rosita was like yeah not for me either and i'm like yeah this shit has changed them i really do think like this is low-key shit like that but i'm like it's changed them and it's kind of changed them into people that i think the show wants to see like a lot of fans want to see like kind of want these people to just like tighten up and you don't want all the emotional stuff but at the same time it's not this has to be extremely traumatic and it's not very realistic to expect these people to be robots oh right and eventually a breakdown will come like you Mm -hmm. you you can't i mean you can push and wield yourself through pain please don't get me wrong i've done it myself but there comes a time where eventually you're gonna be like okay or your body your something's gonna crack when you're like okay i can't do this anymore yeah that's one of the things i actually really like about this show um and like i said i understand people get sick of it but it doesn't bother me when they show like someone that has like ptsd or a mental breakdown from having to kill people and shit it really makes a lot of sense like other shows basically just don't put that in because it's it hurts the show momentum or whatever but like that's what would happen if you were used to be like a bank teller and you have to kill people to survive constantly you're gonna be fucked up yep you know it will change you it's so weird that people think that's the problem with the show i'm like that that's the least of the show's problems anyway correct um so maggie notices a crate with a balloon on it and she's like what's that and they go out to get the crate with michonne rosita and enid and and maggie and there's a note on the crate that says if you fill the crates with food or phonograph records i'll gladly exchange it for a key to your future and it also has a map with a meeting spot attached and they mo they, they wonder like did the saviors do this is it a trap to which you know doesn't sound like something the saviors would do no nothing which which is interesting because it's it's, the saviors haven't really done a lot of trickeration correct like they pretty much just been this is what we about we kill one person and y'all do what the fuck we say yeah we might show up unannounced but we ain't doing that shit right there yeah which which actually does beget the fact that the saviors could be more menacing if they did have traps Yep. and shit like what if they would have put that box out there that'd be kind of smart you know more forward thinking yeah anyway michonne doesn't think it's a trap by the saviors and the others aren't sure then michonne says well look i'm gonna go meet these people i'll go by myself because y'all acting like y'all don't want to go and then ina was like well rick won't like that michonne's like nigga rick ain't my daddy <laughs> come on <laughs> she's like he, you know the last time we took a chance like that it changed everything she's talking about alexandria and she's like rick didn't understand me then and he might not understand me now and she was right you know i remember her being the person like rick calm the fuck down these people aren't the enemy it's not a trick they're not gonna turn around and start eating us what if this is just a good situation and you're ruining it with all your fucking cock of the walk shit and that's when she knocked his ass out you remember that yeah she did so um i just feel like you know uh michonne was fully like in i read carl's letters and the gospel of carl said we need to accept uh strangers and help so they go to the designated meeting spot which is a literal crossroads in the motherfucking street 
ah message uh there's a van with two guards um and maggie and michonne and ina get out that car and they walk over to the van and a woman that is dressed like uh in a pantsuit um with a blonde hair she look like sally jesse raphael to me <laughs> come on like she was gonna start an interview like if sally jesse raphael had a baby with hillary clinton that's what stepped out of the car right okay uh and and and, and like a fully grown baby like if she was like 50 or 60 it wasn't some like little like 20 like it wasn't some little kid it was a fully grown clone of sally jesse raphael hillary clinton i call her sally jesse clinton <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh so sally jesse clinton uh steps out of the uh of the van and she introduces herself as georgie and she says um she'll take music uh because she's the one that left a note like y'all leave me some records but not spoken word she don't want no audio plays she can't stand spoken word uh, nope she was she was like, not audio plays she's talking plays. spoken word like oh, deaf okay. jam deaf poetry oh. jam oh okay i thought she meant like audible sport spoken word poem is you know when they the river runs through okay that she was like no 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 none of that i right. will i will take audio plays you could take me on an adventure reading rainbow check but i won't do this and uh she also introduced her friends hilda and mitch who are uh they were dressed like a lesbian swat team like, I, I thought so too i was about yeah. to say did they run across the, the the lesbian island so here's the thing i like about this this meeting right one you have um a scene where there's seven women on screen correct no men and all the women are in leadership positions your faith can never what other show doing this i wait all right so then the other part of that that i thought was cool um this community is seems to be the community where women are soldiers who knows if there's men around or not but there's no um uh, there's the exact opposite of of oceanside which is also a community of nothing but women except oceanside is kill on contact this community is sending out boxes and being like hey let's give you the key to the future we got we want to meet people hilltop is stay the fuck away i mean oceanside is stay the fuck away it's just right. very interesting um so then um um at the so sally lays out the the plan like listen dog um y'all won't don't want to tell us our names i understand y'all suspicious y'all not trusting this is a dangerous world out there but look my deal is my deal i'm trying to give you the give me these records i'm gonna give you the key to the future and uh she said and maggie's like why us and sally jesse clinton was like i don't share this with the weak y'all got a good community i think it could be better and we need more communities to trade with and stuff like that and then about that time rosita flanked them because uh she wasn't in the original honorage come out the woods and flanked them and told them to give up their guns and they did and i also like that they weren't scared like they didn't go oh shit a gun like they was like it felt like they'd done this before they have you know like even aaron got a little shook when he rode up on our crew you know now our crew was a lot more savage at that moment but even aaron was a little shook before inviting him to alexandria like this one was a little bit different you know um like they was like this again guns. right georgie was like oh here we go with this bullshit and so then maggie goes um look 
give us all your shit that's what we want and georgia's like i can't do that uh she says the only thing i gotta offer is knowledge right now and maggie was like why would you do that and georgie says what else should i do it's knowledge nigga it's only valuable if i hand it out Uh, (laughs) that's really how knowledge works a lot of people don't understand that (laughs) knowledge in your mind does you no good unless you can share it (laughs) oh man so it's like what am i supposed to do when it don't do nobody else no good Mm -hmm. uh so then um um rosita asked how many communities have they found and georgia says not that many and not many like theirs like and and you know we've been basically they have been out in the world and they said basically the bad is outpacing the good everything is reset to zero right ina says stop this isn't real no way anyone survives uh, going around acting like you say you do and i'm like okay ina really thinks she grown she killed one nigga got three parts in her eyebrow trying to wild out calm down you didn't kill that woman on purpose oh, she was too much jesus christ this is how it happens uh michonne whispered in maggie's ear we can make a deal right to say like look maybe we should trust these people let's find what out what the key to the future is and all this shit maggie says no these people in their vans are coming back with us to t- to hilltop and i'm like if this ain't the 53 percent leading the blind come on ain't it the black woman is like i don't know guys maybe they we don't should sound just, like they up to no bullshit maybe we should just vote for hillary rodham raphael come on and maybe the white should. women is like i don't trust her okay i don't know what this woman is up to girl power my ass that pantsuit on and shit mm-hmm. and so they say we're gonna take them back to hilltop so then back in hilltop maggie's in our office jerry comes up and gives maggie a progress report on the savior's convoy uh, he's like hey we saw the convoy earlier we had signals but then it stopped so they must not have got any closer and mag is like good it's gonna be dark soon get our people you know what to do now, i don't know what what to do means she got a plan but she got a plan i don't really want to see what it is mm-hmm. so I, I, you know the way maggie's so savage right now i might be some medieval shit no she better fuck them um so then um michonne comes into the office after jerry leaves and she's like we should make a deal and let them go before the saviors get here like we don't need to be holding these fucking and these people hostage. yeah the hillary clinton community like we need to let them yeah. niggas go right. we also don't want to see they don't we don't need them to see us fighting the saviors like let's let's just let them go and, and get out of here so then maggie's like i don't think so i don't know about all that and then enid comes in getting her 53 on talking about maggie is right michonne we take their stuff otherwise someone else will somebody else will kill them the saviors are on their way we're going to fight and some of us will die so why should we give a shit about people who don't give a shit about themselves i say you are cussing too enid what are you doing all grown oh just trying to be fast out there living she said out there living like that we take that stuff and we use it and stop pretending that things just work out they don't and michonne kept her composure she was super calm although she did you know kind of look at her like they was looking at agent ross and uh wakanda like come on like okay white man keep talking um but michonne was like carl rescued sadiq and now we have a doctor and we have a friend carl was brave and 
before she said car was break she actually took the gun out of enid's hand like give me your gun and you out here talking crazy bitch not just that but it ultimately was it was like the most lowest of keys stay in the child's place grown-ups are talking now now give me your gun and go play outside um and so enid was just completely like angry and humiliated and you know all this and her eyes were watering because she would but but with anger not to like cry about the like the she because she just said you know carl was brave basically calling her a coward but also reminding her that carl is dead and he was her friend which is one of the reasons she out here trying to wow out come on and she took her gun and was like um and now he's dead is what enid said to um to to michonne like carl's dead because he tried to help that stranger basically blaming carl for his own death and michonne the way she looked at her she looked at her like i if i could i put my hands on you because you know carl to her was every bit as much as her son and her friend right and she was like bitch i've known him longer than you what the fuck right and i loved her response because i speak black mother and that shit was code for i will snatch the soul out your chest when she said step back and enid damn that moon walked out the room she stepped back so like she just turned around was like bye and maggie yeah because it was like if you stay here any longer it's gonna be me and you in this room <laughs> right i really legit thought michelle was gonna slap the shit out of that girl for a second right and she was like i don't give a goddamn about your stepmother sitting up here with all the power in her hands i will whoop molly wop your ass across this room right in front of her it felt like when you in church and you see like a kid talking too loud or opening that peppermint wrapper too loud you see their mama look at him and you be like oh my god is someone about to get the fire slapped out of him i don't hope it happens I know. but it might happen but enid was in her full super saiyan white woman mm-hmm. may i speak to a manager uh teenage uh powers uh <laughs> all, all oh my god it's coming out of her I can call my father Jesus. Jesus. How I love him and trust him. It was coming out of her. Right, Meg. Meg was about to be looking at him like, oh my God. Oh my God. What is happening? Oh my God. That's what Meg was about to be saying. Yeah, because I thought Michelle was going to slap the fucking taste out of that girl. I mean, slap the white off you. Is that a thing white people say? Y'all don't say that. I don't know uh they don't say that uh <laughs> slap it to the white meat right i thought she was gonna slap the white off that girl <laughs> like i was like "Ooh, girl take that bass out your voice C- come on <laughs> so then enid leaves and maggie agrees with enid even though enid is left she says things don't just work out and michelle says no they don't i think he knew that referring to carl but he never gave up on who rick wanted him to be or who he wanted us to be right. we can't and then michelle leaves and in the lobby as you can watch michonne walk away maggie sees judith and another baby sitting with this woman on a couch playing together and i think that made maggie's heart soft and like this is what we want too like you can't just be about fighting and killing right can't you can't be war all the time because there are innocent people that could possibly get hurt from you just want to just fight 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 right so um after that happens uh maggie you know um apparently has a bit of a change of heart so she gives georgie and the people a box of a uh, crate of records georgie says no spoken word and i said damn this bitch hate spoken word jesus she is still on this shit 
spoken word done done her wrong she what was this, like right she was like i give this a one star and fuck every spoken word from now on i want to see all georgia yelp reviews come from, on from when she used to listen to spoken word Ah, oh, she must have got the the horrible spoken word, the the spoken word with with no spice in it. That that just plain spoken word that put you to sleep. It's trash. That's what she was. Just, it's trash. Spoken words trash. Uh, but yeah, I I think um uh I, like her if she would have got a box, I would have put a couple spoken words in there. Just you know, put them in different cases like Earth, Wind, and Fire. And then when she got home, angry sad and disappointed mm-hmm. <laughs> she got home she was angry sad and disappointed <laughs> i put it earth wind and fire and the first thing i heard was sometimes it's she's like no this is not what i wanted when it rains it hums and screams I'm I'm a hand write my Yelp review because <laughs> you ain't got the technology to send it. I don't know why she was so pressed about that spoken word. Anyway, I don't know, but but honey, I don't blame her. You gonna be sitting here listening for hours and and all you was like, I just thought my only thing is no spoken words. That's an easy thing. And she said she had uh she was like, thank you for the box. Maggie said I'll bring you three more, and then uh, Georgie said actually I would like to change our 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 exchange on one with one condition this is the only box you gotta bring me and we're gonna give you some of our food uh, in exchange for the records and good faith and maggie was like and for what else she's like that's it and so she was like you gonna give us some of your food and all y'all want was some records she was like well not just that i expect great things out of y'all i won't be back for a while but when i return i expect great things and maggie was like um thank you because uh um hillary jesse clinton gave her um a book that said a key to the future and apparently it was about how you can build windmills and aqueducts and gardens and grain silos historian or something like she didn't say what she would do but i'm like you got either photographic memory or you probably worked somewhere where your job was to know like these historical things because she was like basically she took it back to medieval times she was like um give you this food because y'all look like y'all need it mm-hmm. and here's a book to show you how to build shit yeah and she said um yes i know the originals are in my head but i made photocopies still it's been an evolving document since the copy shop and my, my maggie was looking like y'all niggas got coffee shop photocopies what the fuck um <laughs> i know what is this what kind of what's happening here <laughs> so maggie said thank you and then uh um hillary jesse Raphael was like um build this place up i want these other crates filled when i get back cheeses for hilda pickles for midge and then uh maggie said we'll see what we can do and then um she was like mm-hmm. and they all got in a van and drove off in the lesbian mobile come on and maggie looked like she basically could break down in tears and cry yeah because i mean they ain't got a break in a while and also just felt like carl was talking to everybody Come fatty on. carl was like still in the spirit like look man if y'all build it they'll come uh enid tells michonne on the fence when they're like on the out like looking out enid tells michonne that she uh killed natanya and that natanya was out there trying to kill everybody that came across her so i killed her and i'm alive and carl saved someone and he's dead how the hell are we supposed to do this are we supposed to just stop fighting 
okay and you know i love this scene because one ina had got punked earlier she's still a teenage girl and i know she felt i'm right and she ain't all the way wrong but i know she felt i'm right and michelle won't listen to me and i wasn't heard and she was probably stewing on that shit and was like when i get a chance i'm gonna tell michelle nah this is why you wrong and this is why i'm right and michelle was like uh i don't think carl wanted us to stop fighting for our future but he i think he was telling us to get to our future uh what's gonna take more than just fighting right you can't fight alone and she said and Ina was like but the saviors are coming so like we still gonna have to fight tonight you know and and um michelle was like and we're gonna fight them but there has to be something after that right and that's going back to jesus that's what jesus has been saying to maggie like okay what happens once the fighting stops right what happens like it stops then what we still have to build something we still might have to reach out to these people on the other side and we don't want to make the people who had nothing to do with negating them like directly like you say just a person making uh, pancakes or the person you know uh raising tomatoes that person ain't got shit to do with the quote-unquote organization as whole but you don't want to make somebody like that an enemy Mm-hmm. but yeah I, uh i appreciated that little conversation because that was some real shit back. huh she gave her a gun oh back. she gave her a gun back because she had earned it you know but you know it was funny she put enid on punishment <laughs> that shit was so funny um so um it is uh the saviors let's talk about them like i said this will be a short one mm-hmm. um dwight is in his room looking at his wedding rings reminiscing about his wife that's gone in that cigarette pack mm-hmm. he snuck him out of the pack to look at him again and then negan came in knocked on the door checked on him and dwight was uh saying you know yeah you know i escaped from the alexandrians i had to hide there was a roadblock but i got back da da da, da. and negan was like well you had a close call dwighty boy and i and like i said ever since that eugene conversation i just realized what it is about me and he don't even be knowing shit he just always like to act like he do know some shit right and it scared him because you can be like okay are you showing up because she showed up to fuck my plan up are you about to fuck me up like what's really happening here? because everybody got something to hide around negan correct like i've been thinking about the saviors the saviors are basically the cleveland cavaliers oh you know where everybody secretly hates the pressure of playing with lebron james or kobe Bryant, or you know you name the star like they russell westbrook like they all can't wait to fold on this nigga and and be like it's his fault for real but but they can't take the pressure you know what i'm saying so he got a team full of motherfuckers that can't wait to betray him and shit and he can't and unlike the lebron you can't just trade the niggas in the middle of the season and start over again right you know but but yeah so you know and it wouldn't be like this but he keep fucking niggas wives and burning their faces and shit i mean come on man he's not a good leader okay Mm -mm. lebron's a much better teammate uh anyway negan says um dwight need to come downstairs today's a big day because it's the day they gonna go hit the the hilltop people with them zombie gut knives and shit Mm -hmm. so they they do they show their preparation of the weapons spilling guts you know sticking their weapons in in the zombie guts and simon instructs everyone that today they're gonna go up there they're just gonna wound people they're not gonna kill them it's gonna be more like a warning they're gonna let the people turn and then he tells dwight uh who's dwight's on a motorcycle he tells dwight hey ride with me yeah because i think i personally think dwight was gonna get on that motorcycle to go for ahead of them to be like hey they coming 
yeah dwight definitely looked like he was not feeling whatever they wanted to do he wasn't gonna do oh he was looking like that since he announced it because yeah. his face was like oh shit dog what y'all about to do the other thing with dwight though how is he gonna drive a motorcycle with one good arm he got shot in the arm i don't know how he was gonna pull that magic trick off uh <laughs> he he was trying and also his thing was he he wants them to know that he's not a traitor right right um so i thought you know i think and also paula ain't back and they don't they haven't confirmed that she's dead right i think she's gonna show up at the worst moment right so i don't think he's out there trying to um and he wanted to separate too so he could just be ghost right i don't think he's out there uh worried too much about trying to run up on um that's how he was looking the whole time like he hates slavery uh but simon rode up on him and basically convinced him hey come ride with me in the truck and i think he got scared of that too he was like okay do this nigga know everything right the nigga playing dwight is acting real good right now because everything about him is do this nigga know and i have to fuck you up like I, why you asking me to get some water dog you gonna kill me you know some shit does paula show up What's come the, on what, what why we gotta be oh so everybody going to the bathroom now y'all want me to go to the bathroom well i gotta go to the bathroom i go to the bathroom right here in my pants i don't understand why we gotta go behind that tree that's is how he was going looking on? is paula over there did y'all hear something <laughs> like that's every time you talk to him <laughs> hey dwight what's going on why nothing why what have you heard huh it's uh, nothing's been going on uh but yeah so he was like come on ride with me and the funny part is we know that simon is is fucking um you know undermining negan so like what's funny about all this shit is if they would just talk they both could probably come to a conclusion of like we don't even really fuck with this nigga but because because they both gotta be like are you down with negan yeah i I, I am negan i mean i'm negan too then i mean we both negan it's like we never stop being negan right unless you're not negan but if you are then you then we both negan right don't tell negan we talked about this Mm-mm. um so so dwight was like look man come get in the car with me negan gets in his car and has a big ass it's a big bad badass black car i forget what kind it is and he sticks his bat uh lucille in a bucket of blood zombie guts um next to him in the passenger seat and he says you're a beautiful baby and i'm like this nigga what a creep he fucked that bat uh, he probably does uh cooning it up real good he was simon asked dwight while they driving the caravan uh they're in the lead truck they're driving the caravan the hilltop um simon asked dwight what he thinks about this road trip to scare the alexandrians and simon basically probes dwight to see if he agrees with negan's plan to send warnings to the alexandrians and dwight's basically like if that's what negan's saying you know even though we know that he fucking hates negan at this point and simon's like well i mean it's another warning though right and dwight's like well then what you trying to say like you don't like the plan we shouldn't do the plan you you got a problem with it and then simon's like no 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 i'm not saying that no then there's a long ass silence and then simon was like i'm just saying that these people don't scare and, and, and we keep trying to do the scare the scare them and it's not taking it's not gonna work and then they kept driving and then they got to a small town um and rick was the lookout over this little small town mm-hmm. and he was looking on a hill looking down at them and he could see this caravan rolling past now keep in mind on the walkie talkie they just said 
hey the plan is if you see the caravan of saviors you hit your horn and then the next car will hit his horn then the next car until we know back at the compound for the hilltop that the saviors are coming so rick sees these fucking this caravan he runs to his truck to get ready to press the horn but then he keeps looking and he sees negan's car at the end by itself he's like i fuck a horn and he says fuck a horn and don't put he don't blow the horn Mm-mm. that's the thing man it's just like facebook come on it's just like facebook they had a whole ass plan of what to do ah! and this motherfucker was like but i can be petty and he decided to go to let the petty use him because fuck it he petty it ain't like this nigga killed carl you know but he 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 determined i'm gonna kill negan you know so he don't blow the horn y'all which means nobody knows that the people don't know way right he gets in the car he chases after negan uh driving through the little small town simon in the in the lead truck actually sees rick's truck driving towards them yeah, he does and he he the only one that sees it he doesn't even slow down he just keeps going, going. like i didn't see shit and then lets the because of the momentum of the caravan he basically lets the car slam into negan's car and negan drives his car off as the car as uh rick chases him in the truck and then um <laughs> just so foul and then uh simon was like um oh what happened back there oh i can't believe this um and so uh <laughs> shocking and surprise right right uh so then um rick and negan drive off in the chase and simon and dwight stop the convoy and they, they get the trucks like positioned in a certain place where they can't really get ambushed and they're like all right everybody stick together and you know the savior's like we need to go get negan this man is chasing him like we gotta you know and simon's like well if they drove in that direction they couldn't have gone too far so we well this might be a plan to split us up by the way simon is so good with the lies on the fly but that's smart though yeah i just don't know how you how he's how you could trust him anyway he's Mm-mm. too good he's too good like i couldn't believe he's coming up with all this off the top of his head he didn't know rick was gonna hit that man Mm-mm. and he was like no 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 what we don't need to do is all 50 of us go there with our guns are blazing and kill rick no what we need to do instead is stay here and me and dwight will go check it out because we don't want to split up and everybody's like but we need to help him he's like no 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 he can handle himself and plus if he can't me and dwight got his back we'll go check it out and we'll let you know if everything's okay yeah because this thing was how far could they have gone right um and so um the saviors um agree they basically stay there and let dwight and fucking uh simon go off by themselves right because they're quote unquote in charge right now meanwhile negan's car done crashed and they don't show this crash but rick's car done crashed to a pole his truck done crashed to a pole and negan's car is on its side because it's done crash and we see negan wake up in the car or come to in the car and there's blood and guts all over the place which i assume is from the zombie bucket Mm -hmm. but uh obviously he has plot uh, armor all around him so he didn't get none on any cuts or anything Mm -mm. even though we just learned that you know you don't want to let that shit touch you so um you know he didn't get no cuts in the accident or nothing even though he is out of his seatbelt laying on the floor of the car but okay um rick gets out of the truck and this nigga goes full rambo just guns are fucking blazing just like shooting the fuck up out of out of the car but he was shooting like a fucking stormtrooper or cobra soldier (laughs) nigga couldn't hit shit 
I'm like, do you got a concussion or something? What the fuck is wrong with your gun shooting skills, Sheriff? Ah, Stormtrooper, what's happening? Right. It's like they did everything but flash at the bottom screen. This is only episode 12, y'all. Sorry, can't do it. <laughs> so he was shooting up everything, didn't hit nothing. Negan gets out, runs into a building, um, and Rick was reloading, so he didn't get a chance to shoot at him until it's too late. And then he get Rick runs into, and I love this action sequence though. Don't don't let my sarcasm and snide mm-hmm. remarks make you think it I didn't think good. this was fun um because i knew he couldn't die it's basically bugs bunny versus elmer fudd but i loved it um rick comes into the door after negan negan is posted up at the door with his bat lucille ready to swing at this nigga head when he runs through the door and instead rick runs in and slides low so he basically slides under the bat i was like oh that's so smart and then they start fucking fist fighting and shit and then Negan toes starts running and running up. He ran up some stairs and Rick was shooting after him. And then he, once he got up the stairs, uh, Rick's unlimited ammo ran out for the first time in the history of the walking dead. Come on. And he was like, click, click. And then Negan was like, you know, he had the high ground. He had the, uh, he had the, um, bat and he was at the top of the stairs and he was like, won't you come on up here, Rick? And then Rick was, Rick took his hatchet from his belt and fucking slung that bitch with two hands come on and made negan duck and negan duck and almost fell down the stairs like he was like trapped on the fucking edge of the <laughs> stairs <laughs> and because this building was all dilapidated and shit i don't know how this building got so fucked up so fast right i mean it's a z-pock but what the fuck anyway this building's like dilapidated there's no floor beneath the part of the stairs where negan is hanging off so like he literally was about to fall like two stories and so rick seeing this nigga you know can't uh climb up uh and then nigga tried to grab lucille lucille fell down two step to down to, to the bottom floor right and uh i love how he's like no lucille i <laughs> <laughs> love that fucking bat yeah he does and so then rick got the got that uh hatchet out of the wall he was just like swaggering with it like taking his time like yup you, your ass can't do nothing right now and i'm about to fuck you up and so then before rick could like cut this nigga's hand and make him fall uh negan just let go of the of the railing but he goes you oh you asshole and he just <laughs> fell down two, two lights, uh i mean down two stories oh my god it was so funny to me um so yeah he he, he was uh so that's how negan ended up uh falling down there or whatever um and then rick um later on they you know negan's obviously on the bottom floor rick goes down to the bottom floor i'm assuming by not falling yeah and the thing is once he got himself together he immediately started looking for lucille yeah and it's dark down there too right so you can't see so you can't see shit so he's just looking for negan's just looking for lucille and rick looking for negan and so rick asked negan if he's still alive and negan says i'm a goddamn cat <laughs> like yep he you're not gonna kill him that easy and they start talking shit risk at rick rick brings up the fact that hey we've been fighting in here for a while where your people come on you know he, he know his people would have showed up right he's like your people we didn't go that far we crashed i know they know you missing it's funny how right <laughs> like somebody said what about your friends right you know he's like it's funny it's just funny to me it's just it's it's just funny to your boy mm-hmm. where are your friends where are your friends 
uh and rick was like uh negan was like don't worry they're coming and rick said uh see this is where you die in the dark all alone and <laughs> negan goes what the hell is your problem rick <laughs> <laughs> oh man he was like i know you're going through some shit right now the worst kind of shit but you are the most stubborn person i've ever crossed dicks with and rick was walking across and he seen a door that had it had like planks on it and it had the word eaters on it so mm-hmm. obviously there's a room full of zombies down there Correct. locked away and negan found a pole but he threw the pole away because it wasn't lucille he just looking for lucille so he had a perfectly good weapon and was like fuck this shit and 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 um rick heard him throw the pole right because so rick's just trying to find through their talking where the fuck this nigga is right. so he can kill him based off of the uh where his voice come from right and rick ain't scared rick got his hatchet um you know he don't give a fuck right now so um rick um uh yeah rick hears him throw the pole away and nigga says look if you go back to hilltop get everybody to fall in line i will cut my percentage from 50 percent down to 25 percent but rick you gotta come work for me on janitorial duty um and your people get to live like 75 percent kings basically i can't believe the discount i'm giving y'all right such a good discount such i'm such a ah, you're breaking my balls offer i can't i won't be able to get no commission if i make it any lower right (laughs) it's like a negotiation come on and rick is like why should i trust you after how you did jadis's people and nigga was like the hell are you talking about because he didn't know and rick says you killed all the scavengers you wiped out a whole community is that how you save people because you know negan's whole thing was like why won't you let me save you rick you know and he said and and um yes it's funny because negan didn't know simon backstabbed him but obviously now he does know mm-hmm. you could tell the start at restaurant when he was like kill the pe- I, I didn't kill them people right and like he was even like damn like i can't believe this happened like this happened under his breath right because people are, are a commodity to him so he's like why would you kill people you actually need people yeah and i hate that the z-pac happened before white people learn what spilling the tea means because negan would have said it during that scene come on you spilling the tea on me rick <laughs> <laughs> you throwing shade on simon uh so then rick <laughs> uh rick pointed out that negan's people still haven't come to save him yet right and, they and this time been- negan was kind of quiet like oh shit could they have been in there for a hot minute right and rick also found lucille he started laughing so then um meanwhile on the outside simon and dwight supposed to be looking for a negan simon asked dwight if he ever thought about killing negan himself you know just idle chit chat and then simon simon hit him with the sarcasm of the week he was like uh you mean after he took my wife and burned my face nah right never thought about that no why would i kill that man and then simon says if it was his call they move on from fucking with rick and them it's just time to move on uh find new colonies make deals with them you know just fucking wash ourselves of all this shit with alexandria hilltop and stuff the the shit didn't work and it's you know basically negan didn't uh they lost more fucking with these people 
than not fucking with these people and one of the things about this in this episode that i had never really thought of before um because i you know we're trained to watch it through the eyes of our heroes um they have cost negan and them so much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like there's no other group that has ever cost negan and them this much period they lost people they they you know they, the sanctuary shot up zombies on. was in there like this fight back became a fight back like and negan is still on some people are a resource we just need to cut these niggas enough to make them do what we want them to do and it actually is much more reasonable what simon's saying which is like no kill them start over try it with somebody else this was fine until we ran into alexandria and rick grimes before that we was just out here doing what the fuck we needed to do but they fighting and they fighting back hard and no matter what you do they don't scare right so um the so yes simon is out there trying to to convince you know dwight to to do that and simon simon basically just comes clean like man fuck negan plan we need to do this plan we kill everybody and (laughs) dwight doesn't say nothing simon has a good dialogue this week uh it was corny but it was funny to me he's like well here i am nuts blowing in the breeze naked as a jaybird (laughs) what do you say and you know what i think the way he said it his thing he didn't say kill them he was like i think we just cut our losses and leave so i think dwight was like oh you talking about just stop fucking with them and move on i don't mm. i don't think dwight really because see dwight didn't know he killed all them people either exactly so dwight was like oh you mean like cut your losses just gone somewhere else he simon has a way of talking so ambiguously right that you don't know what the fuck you're agreeing to Mm-mm. you know so then they walk up on negan's crash car mm-hmm. which is on his side full of zombie guts and blood and simon's like i don't know if that's his blood or the or the bucket like i don't know what's up and um simon was like now see dwight we got us a real pivotal moment right here a moment we could tell our grandchildren about one day and do we go in here and try to save this nigga negan and you know see if he's okay or do we just let leave him to his own devices and hope he dead and go back and tell the group we couldn't find him and dwight thinks about it gets a cigarette um uh gets a cigarette and he's been smoking that on one cigarette forever am i going crazy right he pulls out that cigarette and then he lights it smokes it a little bit this took forever and then he flicked it on the car and the car had obviously a pool of gas as it was on the side and it fucking ignited like and then simon was like good answer and i said these two ambiguous ass niggas neither one of them knows what's going on you don't know that simon is really uh what simon means kill all the people and dwight don't i mean simon don't really know if dwight is truly down with the plan to get rid of negan just because he flicked the cigarette but okay simon thought it was a good answer right rick said rick is inside it's just him and negan still in the dark and rick was like you know what you had it was never gonna last sooner or later you're gonna meet someone like me and you can't save me or my people or even yours you can't save anyone because you don't care about anyone you use people you to bring you food to sleep with you to protect you the only thing you care about is this bat and you can't even save that 
and as he was talking he was like getting some something flammable and pouring it on the back and he says i'll make you a deal i'll let you kiss a goodbye he lit the bat on fire it was a pretty a pretty special effect yo that, that flaming lucille was like uh some shit out of like a mortal Kombat finisher or something yes it was so pretty um but also uh hilarious um because you know obviously that's that's negan's trigger come on also i wonder if the flame burned all the zombie juice off of it so it wouldn't even if you get hit with it it probably don't do it anymore i think it did all right so uh he set it on fire and um negan of course and rick starts beating down that door that said eaters the zombies and negan is like don't you touch her and like ran over there and tackled rick through the door i know that wwe right and now they're in a fucking room full of fucking zombies Mm -hmm. and rick hits negan in the shoulder with the bat negan like turns and runs away for a second and get him get his mind right and then rick ignites like three or four zombies with the fucking bat and they fall on top of each other and now it's a room of flaming fucking zombies right they all bumping into each other burning right and they got a flaming bat and and negan and, <laughs> negan and, and rick fighting over the flaming bat and the flaming room full of zombies and like every time one of them gets a little loose they start beating the zombies and shit but then they try to beat each other up and then uh rick pushed negan into uh because negan got lucille back for a second and ne oh no he got her back and then negan got pushed by rick into a window and the window cracked but it didn't like break all the way correct and so negan pushed rick off of him and rick was surrounded by all these fucking flaming zombies and rick pulls out his hatchet starts killing zombies looks up negan uh, broke the window and escaped mm-hmm. and that, I, I love this because negan when the zombies start pouring in the room rick wasn't scared at all he was just like fuck it if we die he said <laughs> and negan goes you goddamn psychopath you gonna kill us both and, and rick said as long as you go first come on i was like this nigga crazy rick grimes is back come on i love me some crazy rick grimes i can't believe it took this long for the the crazy to come back out but oh nobody crazy is rick Mm -mm. so then um rick sees that the windows bust out and he goes through the window but negan's gone of course then outside simon and dwight go back to the group of saviors like we couldn't find them y'all we looked so hard it was just oh my god oh, oh my god we broke a sweat and they said all we found was just blood and the, the, this dude was like what are we supposed to do now and simon was like what do you mean what are we gonna do now who are you and then uh the dude was like negan and then he was like who are you and the guy was like i'm negan and he's like yeah that's right we negan so we're gonna do the plan we're gonna go to hilltop put the scare of a lifetime to these people y'all right and i was like yeah and i'm like at that moment i said simon's gonna die horribly in front of all these people yes yes when negan get back this nigga gonna get fucked up he's gonna fucking completely up now since he know he killed all them people and he lied to them i mean he lied to him about that it's gonna be like when galvatron showed up at star screen's coronation (laughs) <laughs> shot that nigga in the, in the transformers movie like <laughs> like he gonna fuck him up. i can't wait anyway um so then simon was like you know he's so smooth right so simon was like well look we don't know if negan is dead he might come back but we need to complete his plan plan but also in addition to we should just kill him like he said it so smooth if you weren't paying attention you forget that he was like the plan was never this he's like now nah, i know we said we're gonna go out there and put the fear in him and we're gonna we're gonna really get him we're gonna 
what we need from them is beyond them we must expunge them we must redact them right it's like they are a mistake that we shall now erase we are moving on and he looked at dwight and dwight finally face looked like that's what moving on me right he did not know that because like i said he didn't see him kill all those other people so he was like oh you're talking about kill- i wasn't down with that part i was down with us picking up and moving to another location i went down with us killing everybody then picking up and moving to another location he remind me of 80s cartoons back in the day on like kids cartoons yes. where they wouldn't let the writers say words like kill so that's why that's why if you ever watch 80s cartoons or some 90s cartoons like magneto never says i'm gonna kill the x-men he's always like i will exterminate all of the x-men demise right i will i will eradicate the earth of the filth of charles xavier's brood you're like wouldn't wouldn't the evil person just be like i'm gonna kill these niggas they will meet their demise at my hand right and then they shall meet their doom you're like that's not how bad guys talk that's not how you regularly talk what's happening here i've had parents they just take (laughs) i knew my parents wouldn't kill me and even still they told me they would just kill me right if i was fucking up okay so anyway um i wanted someone to just raise their hand in the background and be like um excuse me guys i'm sorry i know we're all needing um i hate to interrupt the meeting uh do you mean kill them (laughs) because uh expunge them i didn't go to harvard okay i don't have a thesaurus what are we gonna do to them exactly (laughs) that's what i'm saying we will exfoliate these niggas Ah! um i'm gonna need this in writing a little bit more description right (laughs) uh we will backspace delete Ah! Mm, um um is it express spreadsheet is it microsoft word what is going on i didn't um so then he was like uh are y'all we for negan everybody's like negan 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 and then in the car later on they show negan who is like passed out and he like wakes up comes to in his car and he looks over he's in the passenger seat looks at the driver's seat and somebody got a gun to his head and it's jadis yes and my fa- he wakes up and he he's seeing her he just goes well shit and then she knocked his ass out with the gun again and i was like damn nigga how you gonna get out of this one so uh that's it that was the whole episode y'all now i told you that was a fast one Mm -hmm. um uh so karen what are you looking forward to next week Ooh, i want to see what's up with eugene and them eugene and gabe i don't know if we're gonna get into that but i'd like to see that and i want to see where jadis is taking him i got a feeling even though this might sound weird i got a feeling that she is either going to a whole different community or either she's taking them up to hilltop Mm. yeah i think what i really want to see and we never get this on the walking dead and maybe it's impossible to deliver in a series that's as captivated by quote-unquote reality as this you know they have zombies but it's very other than that you know and then they had the tiger it's kind of more of a realistic show quote-unquote than uh game of thrones but i love a big battle like a battle of hilltop like i honestly wonder why um, not why maybe it's just a money thing but it would just be super cool if they had an episode of the walking dead that was just a big ass battle you know what and maybe this is me i think they we're gonna get one like maybe not this piece but when they when we come back 
because I can't see you going through all this and you don't have an epic battle. Like, we're not trying to funny. You know, the comic book series is like 10, 12 episodes. I mean, 10, 12 uh, comics. You, you, if you're drawing from something with that much depth, with depth, we want to see, like you say, a magical blow them up, shoot them up, like a, a real war. Um, so it's going to be, like you said, it might be a money thing, but I think that, uh, we will get that. At least I hope, I'm hoping we're going to get that. Yeah, we definitely, um, deserve. Right. You know, Sticking around this long, yes. We deserve. Um, alright, we got a couple emails. Greg Wright said, Hey Rod, Karen, and guests. No guests this week. Uh, hope y'all doing good. Just a couple things about Sunday's episode. First, Meryl Street being on The Walking Dead as Georgie is interesting. Now, I'm not sure if they are introducing Georgie now because the ratings are down and they think the show might end soon, but maybe her and her group may explain a helicopter earlier in the season. Either way, mm. Georgie reminds me so much of Diana from Alexandria. Yeah, I think it's, uh, cause white women in charge love to give Maggie some plans like diana diana uh has some plans and now this um but yeah that's interesting i hadn't even thought about i don't know uh why they're introducing georgia this early i don't think it's because the ratings are down because it just doesn't seem like the show does stuff on the fly like right. that it's something they probably, probably been already. playing right um two i want to punch eating it every time by the way let me just say this is also a great way to avoid filler Correct. just start introducing the next thing now you don't have to have one of these bottleneck episodes where two niggas get stuck in the elevator or some stupid shit uh two i want to punch enid every time she's on screen she's like the replacement for carl we didn't need did anyone read carl's letters no um what if they make enid the new carl that'd be interested interesting mm, it will be three what if sherry is a part of georgie's group uh she does she couldn't she couldn't have gone far and judging by all the women communities popping up in the past season i wouldn't be surprised she was Mm. you know another thing too if there are groups that are all women that's actually kind of uh badass for uh and a great statement on uh how fucked up men are um in the z-pop it would cause women to be like let's just band together because what we know for sure is you can't trust these niggas and that right all women groups would be very realistic like i don't think people federalize having just women and children it would be really really realistic yeah i wonder what the origin story would be we were a softball team that got stuck on a bus like what would it be Mm -hmm. you know it was a uh it was a little affair and then women's retreat i mean we was at a fundu party what happened yeah i'm just saying i would like to know um but i also understand why you wouldn't want to deal with a bunch of fucking men so right um four did georgie write the book of eli if she was smart enough to be like i'm tired of being dirty and living like a heathen why didn't anyone anyone else go to the library and figure out how to farm and make windmills i don't know yeah i personally think it whatever her background was mm-hmm. it has something to do with that she probably worked at the smithsonian or some shit like that also you need stability to do these things correct you know it's just hard when you you know trying not to eat a dog to figure out how you gonna do a windmill you know come on somebody asked me to make a windmill tomorrow they'd be shit out of luck come on number five finally how in the actual fuck did negan not get any walker guts anywhere on his skin i mean it's in a it's in the car window the ignition all that but not one drop of dead bucket goo also well that's that plot armor how did that motherfucker fall 30 feet and still survive well he said he got he's like goddamn cat 
um what car wash did negan go to to get his charger detail like that the plot armor was too strong i guess it was dog it was oh the other thing i would say too i mean technically even if you would have got the zombie guts blood on you i guess if you don't have no cuts or it don't get in you you'd be fine but still how did you not get cut in a fucking car crash this is it was a lot uh somebody hit me up on twitter talking about some i needed to see the car wreck i said nigga for real that was the problem with this week no car wreck like you knew they was fine (sighs) fine uh wait either way i enjoyed this episode only four episodes left so hopefully these speed they speed these up um who are the three people you think will die before the finale three y'all think three people gonna die Mm -mm. i know one for sure is simon that nigga is dead oh yeah i don't know about (laughs) nobody else you might get some randos but he gone that nigga is dead (laughs) oh i'll try to think who else man i mean they kill people in the most randomest ways right um and then like with the whole audience being such cucks at this point with the whole like right why y'all killing this person oh fucking walking dead is dead in the name right they were here for so long and you killing them so i don't even know if they would just kill at car was such a big death it feels like they can wait to kill another major character if they want to. i think it might be a while you know so but i don't know that's that's the beauty of the show i literally right. don't know and there's four episodes left so i just i just feel like i know in my bones simon ass gotta die that nigga he he seized his moment mm-hmm. um <laughs> um the walking dead feedback eve hi rod and karen simon has been waiting for this moment for a very long time i just wonder why simon never put a bullet in negan's brain before um when they were alone i always think that but i also think um uh, it's amazing what power does to people correct but i think that all the time but like how come nobody's put a bullet in vladimir putin's brain you know because your ass gonna die too and you don't want that you don't want them problems like you just hope he like you and let you keep living like that's how dictatorships work so come on um i wouldn't mind seeing a flashback for how negan bested simon in the first place now see that's actually a great point that might be the filler we get we're probably gonna get a negan flashback at some point in these last we four need one instead of all some of these for the episodes we should have got some background on negan yeah we might get even one of those one or two like like those like what they did with the governor where he had two flashback episodes you better you better give me some because right mm. now it doesn't make any sense like i need more ba- maybe just me wanting different than morgan but you need some background you need to give me something about because he has a history yeah that's a great that's a yeah we might get that um so yes yeah, she she goes on as much as i hate negan simon doesn't have the smarts that negan does to keep these animals in the cage oh for sure yeah it, it's it's gonna be like rape city if that nigga gets in charge and i don't want to see it nope because he definitely gonna be on some like why be why have any order when we can kill everything come on it wouldn't be long before they turn on simon the workers nearly turned on them when they thought negan was dead the first time without negan he's going to go against the hilltop all guns are blazing and he wants it one way but it'll be the other way i really hope that bastard jared dies next week yeah i just hope the motherfucking people inside don't get loose whatever happens while they fighting this battle because that'll be a real lot that'll be a lot to deal with king dingling rick is back and he was swinging i love it when crazy rick comes out me too boo 
it was great seeing negan take that l he needed to be humbled for a long time because now that his ego is hurt he's going to make a lot of stupid mistakes i'm rooting for everyone black to survive next week except the black saviors and for tara uh to take a bullet eve thanks eve thank you yeah um i saw they had more black saviors this week i was like is this on purpose it was like listen t'challa and them did all the numbers we just need to get (laughs) as many niggas as possible on this show i don't care if they just walking around the background y'all gonna see them all right guys that is it we appreciate y'all uh thank y'all so much for tuning in making it a great week ballsy sports is actually tomorrow morning i decided not to do it this morning i was tired um and um what else was i gonna say that's it yeah see you saturday for the free people and premium people see you in the morning until then oh yeah be stay out of the snow i know it's snowing out there yeah stay out of the snow yeah so until then i love you i love you too